When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, bros? As you know, we're still on hiatus from our regular recordings of Bruh Meets World while we wait and support the writers and actors strike. But we've missed you guys and decided to jump back behind the mic and cover some struck-free material. We present to you our new mini-series, Let's Make a Mixtape. We, of course, would love to hear your feedback, but for the time being, make sure you support the strikers, studios pay your workers, listeners. Enjoy. What up, bros? And welcome to our new mini-series, Brum Meets World Presents, Let's Make a Mixtape. I'm MC Siege. And I'm DJ Tony Curtis. And together, we are taking you on a trip down memory lane, reminiscing those MySpace days, LimeWire downloads, and making you the ultimate brutastic playlist. The goal is 10 tracks that you'll love that'll give you that throwback mixtape experience. We're jamming the music exclusively from our formative years, spanning the 80s, 90s, up to 2010. At the end of our episode, we'll share links to our new mixtape for you, the audience, to share your thoughts and let us know what did and what didn't work. For our inaugural episode, we had to bring you the magic of boy bands. NSYNC, Backstreet, New Edition. We're going all in. Uh, but before we dive in, what inspired this boy band conversation? Okay, so there's a lot that inspired this conversation. First of all, NSYNC has been appearing publicly for the last few weeks now, and it's just gotten us into the nostalgia of everything. Into the groove. And I will say, you know, to kind of uh, pair this with our normal podcasting, Lance, who is a member of NSYNC, is also a member of the Pod Meets World family. So it feels like a good place to start in terms of, you know, beginning this new series. Absolutely. With 90s Con and all these other things that have been happening lately, like that nostalgia feel is like alive and well. And what is nostalgia without like a good soundtrack? Can we pause for a second? I have a question for you, which is... And when boy bands were popping, popping, mm-hmm. popping, like, popping, like where were you in the in the fandom? What do you mean? Where was I in the fandom? I was right there, front row. Like I think, like what happened? Backstreet hit with Backstreet's back on my sixth grade year, so Ooh. I was like there in Orlando when all Motherland. all of this is coming out. You know, like the motherland of boy bands, and I was there for all of it. Every single band that we're talking about has not only a spot on my playlist, uh, but were like formative to my music selecting experience. I don't, I don't know how else to I say think <laughs> we've talked about this several times that growing up, my lifelong goal was to be in a boy band. It really was, it was. I was in middle school <laughs> and I saw all the girls losing their minds to guys who were singing the dance. And I was like, I could do that. Like, I that love it? that that was why you wanted to do it. Did it have anything? Like, did you like like music? Do you have like oh, a love course. for? <laughs> I, I'll say this: like, I'm I'm a 
I have always had an old soul when it comes to music. Like okay, I was that I baby in the you. daycare that my mom would pick me up and they're like, oh, he sings all the songs on the radio. I got Bobby Brown's uh, Don't Be Cruel uh, tape cassette yeah, for yeah, my yeah. second birthday. Just wow. to let you know where I was. Like I wasn't even yeah, a full exactly. year yet. And they're like, he likes Bobby Brown. So like I'm coming from right. this as a music lover, but there's something about pop music that I'm instantly attracted to. And I'm so excited to talk to you today about boy bands. Also, I just want to note, being from Orlando, Lou Pearlman brought O-Town to perform for my middle school. So I am part of this history. I heard, I thought you were going to say I am a survivor of Lou Pearlman. <laughs> Thank goodness, no. Okay, uh, let's jump right into making of the mixtape. Uh, again, this week's episode is Boy Band. The criteria, Boy Band must be between 1980 and 2010. That means no Jackson 5. That means no BTS. I know that you guys have fans out there. There are going to be a lot that we miss. Trust me, this has been a very difficult journey for us alone, but we're hoping that you will come along with us as we go ahead. Uh, per TC's special formula for a hot no-skip playlist, our mixtape must include these categories. T, bring them down. Okay, so one thing I've mentioned on the podcast, maybe RTUC, just that I have a playlist for every month of my life. I've been doing yep. it since I turned 30. And Absolutely. so I've really gotten to like a rhythm of what makes a good playlist. And so I came up with a little template for us that we can try to work off of as we create this ultimate boy band playlist. So track number one, it's an upbeat dance number. Track number two, we got a mid-tempo groove. Track number three, we're doing full-on power ballad. Then we're going right to another hot dance track. Track number five, we're doing a catchy earworm, something you want to sing in your car, anthemic, pop anthem. Track number six, we're doing more of a self-reflective bop. We want something that's going to be a little bit more introspective. Uh, track number seven, a funky groove. This is the last dance song of our 10-track playlist, so we want to get something in there that's going to keep the energy up. Track number eight, uh-oh, here comes a deep cut. What's that song that belongs on here that maybe not everyone knows, but you know because you were there? Track nine, we're going to do right. some retro vibes, a slash acoustic, just something that feels kind of nostalgic within its sound. Maybe it's more of a stripped down track. And then number 10, the epic finale, the big powerful track to climax the entire thing. That's how we're doing this playlist. Uh, I, I look, I got to tell you, doing this, even with this formula, was so hard. We got to narrow it down to 10 songs. You and I were talking right before this, and I was like, I have no idea how this isn't all Backstreet or sync." And you were like, I don't even have repeats. I don't even well, know how that's possible. <laughs> well, I'll say in general, when I make a playlist, I don't like to have a lot of repeats. Very rarely do I have an artist appear more than once on a playlist. I know, but and it's... like, how did you choose? Okay, 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 okay. You guys, if you've been listening to us, you know it is near impossible to keep Tony and I on topic. Specifically Tony, but that's a whole other conversation. Point is, we need help focusing, which is why we were so happy to have found Magic Mind. I'm not going to lie. I was skeptical about anything that was calling itself magic. But these shots are actually the real deal. Packed with turmeric, matcha, and lion's mane, Magic Mind is designed to boost energy, focus, and mood while reducing stress and inflammation. I actually like the smooth rise that I get that is different from like that jitteriness that I usually get from like caffeine. And the energy lasted all day. They sent us a box, and on day one, I noticed a difference. By day three, I was like, okay, I see you, Magic Mind. And I was telling everybody about it. In fact, I was talking about Magic Mind at my rehearsal dinner. That's how good it is. Now we're passing that magic on to you. 
head over to magicmind.com slash bruh in the next 10 days and use code bruh20 in order to get 50% off a subscription. That's 50% off a subscription. What if you missed that 10-day window? Don't worry about it. You get 20% off your first purchase by still using the code. But for 50% off, go over there and use that code. Head over to magicmind.com slash bruh, that's B-R-U-H, and use code bruh20, B-R-U-H-2-0. You guys, you'll believe in magic. By the way, they did not make me say that. I said that on my own. Don't blame them. So this is how we're going to do this. We're going to each go one at a time, pick our number one track, number two, so on and so forth, compare them both to both. At the end of this, you guys tell us, whose playlist do you think is the ultimate Brutastic playlist? Ooh. So starting track one, let's go first track. Track number one, I'm opening NSYNC, Bye Bye Bye. Um, to me, it's an iconic NSYNC song. It's, I believe, their most popular stream song on Spotify. It is their most popular. Like, I'm not going to lie. According to Rolling Stone, it's, like, I think the number two pop song of all time. It's it's a, it's a phenomenal pop song, but also it's a very boy band, song, sorry. boy band song. It's also a very iconic dance and video that's attached to it as it well, is. which I think goes well with the history of boy bands. Um, and I, I just love the intro of it. I love the the it just kind of starts really slow and then just pops bye bye bye, and then bye, it also bye. ends really strong too. So I think it's just a great way to open an album or playlist. So that's bye, that's my bye. number one. <laughs> so bye, here's bye. Like, I told you, I like, for me, I like, I looked at Bye Bye Bye. You put NSYNC sooner than I did. For me, NSYNC, I, I looked at Bye Bye Bye. I thought about it very hard, but I, I like telling the story and I needed Bye 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 not to be first. Ooh. I was like, like, it says Bye 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 in it. Why are we opening up when you telling me bye? I just, it didn't work. So instead, I went with the other iconic boy band, Backstreet Boys, Everybody. Everybody! <laughs> Yo, like, again, can, like, like, can I just talk to you about everybody for a second? Yeah, go, go. Nothing's better than just Nick Carter just asking his fellow boy band members, Am I sexual? And they're all looking at Nick like, Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing facts are facts. You can't can't debate facts. (laughs) Um, Even though I was never, oh, okay. So I'm so glad I don't expect you. Well, actually, yeah, I I do expect you. I have an answer. answer on each one. Who was the hottest? We're going to go each one of these. Each boy band. Each boy band. You just did in sync. Who's the hottest in NSYNC? Oh, J.C. Chazé. J.C. Chazé! J.C. Chazé! Okay, I'm not going to lie. I was a huge Joy Fatone person. I don't want any haters coming to me being like, I liked Joy Fatone. I still like Joy Fatone. And I will not apologize. For what? <laughs> what do you mean? As what? As, as for, and like, why was Joey your favorite? Joey just was. was. Uh, so for anyone who's like wondering, I am married to an Italian, so maybe okay. that's it. <laughs> but Joey always did it for me. I don't know. I like a little meat on the bones. And Joey was there. But yeah, so for Backstreet Boys, for me, as a, my adult answer is probably different than my childhood answer. For, but my it, child answer would probably be Brian. Brian. You know what? Brian was known to be the pretty one. I was a Howie. I love long hair. Really? I was Howie. I was all about Howie. Wow. <laughs> so Chris's dreads never did it for you? No, no, <laughs> not my thing, not my thing. Okay, for my number one, as we said, we have Everybody by the Backstreet Boys. It opens up with Alta Action. 
And then we just, the music drops, the beats drops, we're dancing. And then as you said, it ends just abruptly. It yeah. just, we're just doom. And we're going into the next song. If I had to pick one Backstreet Boys song for a boy band playlist, that would not be the one I would pick, but <gasps> I respect your decision. Uh, I'm so I'm looking forward to your answers. Okay. All right. On to track number two. What is track number two about? Okay. So track number two is our mid-tempo groove. This is the song that transitions smoothly from the up-tempo number track number one to the power ballad in track number three. So we're looking for something that just kind of has a feel-good funky beat to it. What's your number two? My number two? This is where my instinct came in. It's gonna be May. I feel like it picks up, right? Like you just had the energy of everybody and then you get like this kind of mid-tempo grooving. It's gonna be me. It's iconic. It has its own dance move. The music video pops into your mind. And then also it's just a really good song. Everyone's doing everything they need to do. That that was where that was where I me felt right right after everybody. This is a, probably a great opportunity for us to mention that we have a it's gonna be May party every year. Absolutely. That uh, how long has that party been going on? <laughs> That's been going on since 2015. It, so tell eight our years. listeners, yes, explain what the it's gonna be May party <laughs> so, is. To so uh, every weekend, the Saturday before May. So whatever Saturday that is before May. Me and my friends all get together and we put on a It's Gonna Be May party where we dress up in 2000s and 90s uh, pop clothing. Sometimes you'll frost the tips. Usually I'm in an all white ensemble. Like, but it can be anything. Like people come, we've had friends come as Blossom. We've had friends come as Spice Girls. We've had friends come as, as um, Blink-182. So anything from that genre, it's just like a TRL party for millennials because that's who we are <laughs> we and usually have dunkaroos we got your uh pizza bagels like we yeah, got we the go dino there. bites dino capri bites. suns uh, capri sun shots <laughs> um i have frosted my tips for that party before and it did not come out the way i wanted it to <laughs> okay so mine track number two my mid-tempo groove i'm gonna throw out there soul decisions faded I okay. know, I know what you're going to say. It's not a very popular song. However, I love this song. This is by a Canadian boy band, Soul Decision. This is probably their, I, I would consider them to be a one hit wonder of the boy band world. But this song just is like, and if and then I'm feeling all right. Think about making my move tonight. It just has like a you're very right. catchy. Like, you're not wrong. It's like. And I also just love how it goes from Bye Bye Bye, which is very upbeat. You got your heart kind of racing a little bit. And this one's just kind of a smoother, cooler track i think it has some disco elements which i think works really well in the post renaissance world that we're in so it, it also is a great like um uh for maybe gen xers i'm sorry gen xers gen z's who are as familiar with this era of boy band it's like a hey nsync and backstreet aren't the only names in town there was a bunch of other random ones you're absolutely right and again we gotta ask hottest one out of the group who do you <laughs> you know, I yeah. don't, I'm not as familiar with the members of Soul Decision, but I'll say they had a very cute blonde lead singer. I remember that they prominently Trevor. featured. Trevor. Yeah, Trevor. Trevor. Trevor Gertrude, I believe his name is. Yeah, absolutely. Front man for a reason. <laughs> We're just going to call him Gertrude. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's hoping. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you, Trevor. <laughs> okay, track number three, we're going to the power ballad. We're slowing things down with the heartfelt ballad that invokes emotions. Mm -hmm. What's your track number three? Okay, so you guys gotta work with me. Remember, we've done everybody. We've done it's gonna be May. And then for my number three, slowing it down, slowing it down, I'm turning down the lights. And guess what, baby? 
I'll make love to you by boys to men. Ooh. That was before when you said ballad, I was like, mm, I gotta slow it down. I, I gotta represent. I need my boys to men. I had them in a different location at first, but then when I really thought of the ballad that I wanted to bring to the table, I'll make love to you is iconic. It gives me the vocals. It's it's quintessential boy band love song. And I feel like it's only right. So that was that's my uh yeah. I mean, that's one of the greatest songs of all time. Let's just be real. Um, you know, I, I we've had this conversation before where it's like, <laughs> what's up with black boy bands? Like in what way? And, and the way that when we were growing up, whenever a group of boys that were singing were black, they were considered an R&B group. They Correct. would be put on 106 in Park and they wouldn't have the same exposure that the TRL white boy bands got. And so there's almost this thing in my mind where when I think of boy bands, I instinctively think of them as white, even though New Edition started this bitch. Exactly. And then actually, like we've talked about it, um, New Edition, Boys to Men. NSYNC and Backstreet are specifically responses to those two groups. They the- needed to make sure that they had a white counterpart. So, well, really, that's New Kids, but you know, yeah, it, well, yeah, yeah. New yeah. Kids was the Elvis. They were the Eminem. They were like, hey, there's this black art form that's starting to pop. We're going to do our version, and they did kind of take it over. So, it, I, I, I had a hard time fitting in musically some of the black boy bands into this, but you know, we're going to do what we can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then I I just want to say hottest one for me at the time, I think it's Wanya Morris. Wanya Morris. Morris. Like voice of our generation, Wanya Morris. Wanya Morris. (laughs) Um, For hottest member of Boys to Men, you know what? I'm going to give it to Sean Stockman. I always thought he had a clean cut. He had like this. You know what? That he 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 had David Ruffin to me. Like really? I just like I just like he was like it's not his fault. I see him. It was and I just bro, right? Le- think of Leon. <laughs> <laughs> he always had like, you know what I mean. Bro. So like that's like that's not his fault. He always had some ice in his ears. Like he was always yeah. super clean cut. So clean I, I, cut, clean yeah. cut. I'll give. And you he that. has that Eddie Kendricks high tenor that just I mm-hmm. feel like really soars mm-hmm. and stands out. So yeah, I give it to him. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your number three? What's your ballad? My ballad uh, selection is what I consider to be probably the greatest boy band song of all time, which is I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. So I kid you not, I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys was going to be, but I had already used them for everybody. So this was a hard decision. You squandered your decision (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. How can you include a boy band mix and not have that song You know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. As I said, I had the hard decisions to make. But you have it represented. So I feel right, like we at least are talking about it. I want it that way was like, again, I, I didn't know where to put it. I think that's what it was. I was like, do I open with it? Do I close with it? Is it my ballad? It was yeah. just too, like it was it was too versatile. So because of that, I had to let it go and just focus on the rest of the playlist. One of the things I love about I Want It That Way is that to me, it's such a a symbol for everything that the boy band culture was because the song makes no damn sense. It's about (laughs) nothing. But they're like, don't matter. Max Martin's like, it don't matter. Just throw it out there. Look cute. And it didn't matter. It It didn't didn't matter. They're at an airport. Why? Who knows? Is it going along with the lyrics of the song? No. Do I care? Not even a little bit. It's funny that you said that because for me, I want it that way 
I like I remember being young and I think I've told this story a few times, but I was at a talent show at, at high school and like the music system broke down or something happened and this dude had a guitar. So like as an interim, he just started to play. I want it that way. And the entire auditorium, I'm talking students, teachers, parents, everybody was singing along word for word note for note and i was like oh this song will be a song that lasts yeah. like i just i was like that moment it was like again i'm in high school and i was like oh this song has staying power it is a song that everybody enjoys um you had mentioned earlier that rolling stone had created a list of the greatest boy band songs of all time i actually think i'll be there by jackson five is number one it is. which predates uh our list that we're doing now Correct. but i think there's a lot of similarities between i'll be there and i want it that way in terms of the lyrics being very simple you are mm. my fire my one desire you know and i'll be there just being very simple easy lyrics to sing along to which makes it easy for people to learn it becomes that earworm that they just sing to themselves all the time so uh, the simplicity i think is what makes the song uh, extraordinary Absolutely. Okay, so track number four. We track slowed it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Where are we going? What's four? Well, now that we've slowed it down, we're going to pick it back up. We're going to add some energy in because we're still at the first half of this playlist. So we want to make sure we don't go too slow, too fast. So okay. for track number four, I'm bringing in Motown Philly, boys to men. So again, I told you, I told you, Motown Philly was on my list. It, it was there. It was it was originally in my choice, and then I made some rearrangements. I think Motown Philly is a great one. Not only is it great energy and song, there's lots to love about Motown Philly, and they're back again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, also on their debut album, didn't didn't come from anywhere. Um, <laughs> Motown Philly is a, like, I think such an interesting song in terms of what it did for the culture, because like you're at a point where grunge and, uh, you know, gangster rap are the most popular things on the radio. And then here comes these boys dressed preppy, by the way, black boys dressed in all prep garb, singing essentially like modern day temptations numbers. Like doom, 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 da, da, It's all Motown based. And like the way that they were able to basically update doo-wop for a new Jack swag uh, swing audience. Um, I, I just thought it was really brilliant. I also think it's really interesting that Boys to Men doesn't really have upbeat songs outside of Motown Philly. Like they predominantly live within ballads, which yeah. makes it hard to pick one good ballad out of them, which is why mm -hmm. it, it was so much easier for me to land on Motown Philly. So you understand, like, the, you uh, yeah. understand the, the heartache. Uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, for my number four, mm. I'm doing this was the song where I was like, where do I want to put you? And when I thought and I looked at everything, I was like, I think that this is where you belong. Give me just one night, 98 degrees. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, right? Degrees. right? And right 98 there. degrees. Give me just one night. I was like, I need 98 degrees. I didn't use them for my ballad, which I do was up there for like my, my ballad. But I was like, I like I had already used uh Boys to Men. And then I was like, 98 degrees, give me just one night. You get a little Latin flavor. We're dancing. It's not too fast, but we still getting our uh, boy band vocals and harmonies. And it, it just felt right. <laughs> you know, I love 
98 degrees. I had a hard time picking a 98 degrees song. I don't feel like I like of all the boy bands, like when I went back and looked at their discography today, I was like, you know what? You guys got songs, but they all feel kind of mid to me. I don't feel like anyone are, is more extraordinary than like a Backstreet or an NSYNC song. You know, like even O-Town has a few songs that I feel like could compete, but 98 degrees I struggle with. But Give Me Just One Night is a great song. Question for you. Yeah. Who was your who was who was the, the one from 98 degrees for you? Okay, so I'm not going to lie, sad as it may be, Nick Lachey was the one. He was Nick Lachey dude. was the one who you had if, like if we talking Tiger Beat, you taking Nick Lachey's photo. Today, I think Jeff Timmons, Jeff Ooh. Timmons has aged quite nicely honestly I just want to point they've out. <laughs> all they've all aged really really well like i i think that of all the boy bands they're probably in the best shape now in, in, in their older age they all are still performing together so they have a great harmony together still they also did really good acapella numbers like their yeah. vocal harmony was really on point so they had a lot going for them to me um, it's really funny because it's that classic thing of your tap you were very talented as a group but you just didn't have the right Right selections, right? The right stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have that real breakout song. Like even what I'm choosing for, uh, Give Me Just One Night, I knew that it was good and it fits to where I needed to put it, but I was like, I don't have anywhere else really to put you. I have either this song or I do cherish you. And if I had to choose, I enjoy Give Me Just One Night a little bit more. I would consider 98 Degrees' most popular song to be the hardest thing. I feel like that's the one. I remember that being retired on TRL. So they actually, I listened to it 65 times in a row. (laughs) But I just remember, I I remember that feeling like, oh, wow, that was a great ballad. But I don't know that that can compare to some other ballads. Have you ever heard it? Like, here's the thing. If I'm going to be honest, I don't think I've ever heard that song outside of the 90s. Like, I don't feel like 98 Degrees gets a lot of play. Here's like, I, I'll say on a playlist or in a grocery store, we we at that age where it's grocery store music. Yeah, I'll d- hear a Give Me Just One Night. I Do Cherish You will be on somebody's wedding playlist. You know what I'm saying? But like, those are the places that they live. What was the, um, uh, gosh, they had that one song that I hear in the grocery store sometimes. Um, <laughs> You're my sunshine after the rain. And again, I don't hear it that often. Yeah, it, I mean, they really don't have the 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 discography that I feel like these yeah, other ones do. I like agree, the catalog. I agree. Which sucks um, because like they've been around just as long. Exactly. Exactly. Um okay so I'm going into track number five for me, um the catchy earworm for I'm I'm throwing out step by step. I'm throwing out new kids on the book. Okay. Okay. I okay. feel like new kids are kind step of by step. <laughs> oh baby it's a very uh great song to sing along to this like w- each member has a little part that they do in the song which is uh which is nice to feature everyone but i just feel like new kids they pre they were like gen x's boy band and yes. so like they were like there on their own i feel like new edition had broken up at the at a point and it was just kind of them hanging out by themselves until they went out of style but I feel like they don't get the credit that they do for really like they they walk so NSYNC and Backstreet could run. So I just I wanted to have them represented. I love Step by Step as a song. I think it's a great catchy number. And uh, yeah, I just had to include them on the list. Love it. Love it. Um, For my number five. Wait, wait, hold on a second. New Kids. Oh, oh, give me one second. I got to not going to lie. 
You reminder. don't know? Other than Soul Decision, I don't know that we've come across a band that I don't know every member of. Uh, I was gonna that was so funny. I was gonna ask you and be like, can you name everybody? Oh yeah. Um again, Joey I Jonathan Jordan. Yeah. You, you knew it was did you know it was gonna be Jonathan Knight? It's why is Jonathan your pick? Jonathan's my pick. <laughs> Can Jonathan not be my pick? No, no, no. He is. It's just it's it's he's the Joey Fatone of this group. So it's just and, funny that you have a type. And what have we learned from this, people? <laughs> what have we learned? <laughs> so okay, so uh, one, one thing that's really funny is um in uh the 2000 era, MTV yeah. produced a boy band parody called Together. And yeah. within this, they kind of paint the the characteristics of every boy band member so you have yeah. the heartthrob you have the bad yeah. boy you have the yeah. dewy-eyed youngster you have yep. the older brother type uh-huh and then you have the shy one yeah. and jonathan is definitely the shy one of this group so he's like for me like i don't like too pretty and i feel like the rest of new kids on the block with the exception of like marky mark who i would never or donnie, donnie like yeah. they all have like really boy faces you know what mm. I'm saying? Like they they just look like I don't know, like little cherubs. I don't know. It didn't work for me. Well, so. I mean, yeah, they're children. I mean, is how I mostly <laughs> remember them. But um, if I had to pick, it would be Jordan, probably. Jordan. Okay, you know, either way, we're in the same family. Nineties Jordan. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> give it to you, Jordan. You know, like that, Jordan. Okay. Um. Okay. So yeah, that's that's my pick. Okay. So did you give your number five? I did not. Okay. My number five is once you said. Earworm, there was only one real answer for me. And that was um bop doop da ba doop. That's the one that I chose. That was the answer for me. It is an earworm. It is um iconic. It's a song that lives with you. It's very lighthearted. Um, uh, I just felt like it it's and it's like it's a pop song, you know. As you I, said, it doesn't quite make sense, but it doesn't have to. I have so much respect for Hanson as a band. I don't think people realize, like, this is a group that's been writing their own music, playing their own instruments, and performing together since 1993 like, or something like that, 95. Like, they've been together for so long. They're such great musicians. Mbop was their first and their biggest hit, but they've yeah. steady put out music and increased their musicianship as years go gone on. I've seen, they used to go to Food and Wine at Epcot, and I used to see them every year. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, they just, they're really great performers. And Mbop, I mean, even from a songwriting standpoint, like, on paper, it doesn't make sense. Like, this shouldn't be a hit song. But it was everywhere. What was it 95? It came out 96? Everywhere. For that everywhere. entire year. Everywhere. Inescapable. Everywhere. And that's why um, I said, for me, when you said Earworm, there was only one answer. And it was Hanson's Mbop. It, it's a great pick. Actually, can I tell you something? My number five was... It was actually One Direction, and then I, I messed up because they passed the point. So I had to move One Direction's one thing out and swap it for New Kids. But I think Mbop is a fantastic choice for this. And I'm just going to give you the answer for those who are waiting. Any of them. Pick a Hanson. Ooh. You know, they each worked. They each worked. They, here's the, first of all, they're brothers. They had very similar looks. And, and anyone. I would have picked anyone at the time. <laughs> um, I guess Taylor? Would be the one I would pick. Taylor's a good one. Taylor's a good one. Again, you can't go wrong when you pick a Hanson. You just can't. Uh, no, you can't. They've all they've all aged great. Um, yeah. So I'm glad Hanson is on the list for you because they happen to be my number six track. 
What? <laughs> My self-reflective bop is If Only by Hanson. Okay, okay. If Only is probably their second most popular song, and I don't think it gets a lot of credit for what it is, but I remember hearing it and thinking of it as a very mature boy band sound. So yeah. what's happening is that, like, after 9-11... Yep. <laughs> oh, great sentences <laughs> 9-11 changed boy bands forever because in, in a world pre 9-11 everyone's like oh yeah life is a dream life is poppy i just want to like go to the roller skating rink and hold your hand and then after 9-11 it's like let's get a little bit more real please yeah and so what we saw <laughs> is that a lot of the boy bands started going to more like guitar driven songs they started having more like of a mature sound they stopped doing things that were considered bubblegum and i feel like hansen really led the wave with that and uh if only if only me, I had the guts to feel this way. It's a very catchy song. It's very fun. And it, I think it just shows a different side to Hanson than Mbop, which I think kind of puts them into a box that confines their musicality. I'm not going to lie. For me, the one kind of like one off of Hanson that I love and is on my playlist, but it just didn't quite make this playlist, Penny and Me. Oh, I almost put Penny and Me. I, I love Penny, that song. I love Penny and Me. I love Penny and Me. <laughs> and it's it's a good, it's a to me, that's a different playlist yeah. than boy bands. Like, you know, like iconic boy bands, but it's a good, good song. Penny and Me is like on my road trip playlist. It's like windows yes. down, feet on the dash. Like it's that's the vibe I get from it. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so for my number six. My self-reflective bop. I don't know how to not have this playlist without this song. And it felt like the right place to put it, which is Summer Girls by LL. Okay. FO. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. I was just like, okay. <laughs> I love, and that, I love that. Like, that's again, a, like a quintessential boy band song. Once it comes on, you are there. It doesn't matter where you're at. As a matter of fact, the moment I put it on, I'm in like a mall, no matter what. Oh, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter where I'm at. I'm in a mall listening to LFO's Summertime. Uh, so I love LFO. I, ha I have them on the list as well. I actually have the song on a different section, so I'll just talk about it with you Ooh. now. Um, but LFO was one of my favorite boy bands. I love that they were rapping incorporated within it their lyrics were really fun and tongue-in-cheek rich cronin actually wrote a majority of the songs himself so like it's it has they have more personality within their songs than i think the other bands do who had like yeah. you know famous people write their songs for them even though the lyrics are a little kind of all over the place yeah um, it, was a, it was a sample track they just <laughs> someone told them to record something so they can like hear they sound their sound and then they liked it off of their demo. And that's how Summer Girls got selected. It was never supposed to be a song. It was just kind of like, oh, look, we can make music. And someone heard it and like fell in love with it. And honestly, I needed this song because Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of songs on it. It's just like, it's a lot I needed. <laughs> there are so many random like lines oh, in this. I steal your honey like I stole your bike. Your bike. Like, <laughs> Cherry Pez, Cold Crush, Rock Studs, Boogie. Used to hate school, so I had to play hooky. Like, it's just all kind of like 
it, but it's fun. Like it's cheesy, but it like works though. Like I'm not as a rap head, like judging them for these lyrics. I'm just like on board for the fun of it all. And I think it has, like a great, like acoustic vibe, which is where I have it kind of set in my acoustic slot Ooh. later on. Um, but it also is very retro because it's like, hey, remember back when we're like Correct. new kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Like it's it's reflective within its writing. And I I really like it for that. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. Just again, if we were talking boy bands, I had to include it. And calling out young Devin. Devin rest in Well, I mean, rest in peace, Devin peace. and Rich. Oh, I mean, so there's only one standing member, uh, yeah. Brad. Only who- one standing. Brad, who had the least features on any of the song, still performing. <laughs> I don't know what this concert is. I, support <laughs> I Hey, hey, he's keeping the name out there. He really does, like, perform just to bring recognition to Devin and Rich. Like, he is, like, a diehard, like, advocate for preserving their memories and getting them out there in a way that I think is actually really awesome. And, um, yeah, I, I actually saw LFO when they reunited briefly in, like, 2008 or something <laughs> like that. And I got a picture with all of them. And that was, like, really before Rich died. Yeah, so I got, I got to see him. Um, okay, track number seven. Funky Groove. We're going to throw on our last dance song of the playlist. Something that's going to keep the energy high. Um, so, see, I went a completely different direction. Even though I, I I read the instructions. But for me, this was the place to kind of change it a little bit. And okay. I went funky with it in the sense of I chose No Diggity by Blackstreet. Interesting. No diggity by Blackstreet for me, because here's the thing: for my next couple of songs, it just really it changes the tempo a little bit and okay. it gets us in that groove. And again, another iconic song from the '90s. It's so funny. I don't know that I would consider Blackstreet a boy band in terms of just like their ages. Really? Okay. You I said in terms of their bit, ages. Yeah, because I think there were a. I always consider them to be adults, but that could also be because black don't crack. So they probably <laughs> look the same age at 16 that they did at 36, and I wouldn't know. But in my head, I always consider them to be more of adults than children. But I'm not taking away their position as a boy band. I just never considered them that myself. I, I will admit, I did not check their ages. To me, they they fit the qualifications of qualified as boy band. And I was like, if I can do 112, I can do Black Street. And if I had to choose... No Diggities is the iconic song select. Again, I wouldn't have thought of 112 as a boy band. I also consider them to be adults. But again, I, I get it. I get the vibe and I feel like it fits. Let's talk about No Diggity for a second because I feel like this is an iconic song of the 90s. You know, Teddy Riley, who was like a, a mastermind of the New Jack Swing movement of the early 90s, really was the the head, like, producer, song, writer, figure for this group. No Diggity is such an interesting song because of that, uh, the beat that goes along with it. It's instantly recognizable. Do you know what that song's about, by the way? No. No. (laughs) Am I about to get a lesson? What, if you had to guess what that song is about? It's called, I like the way you work it. No Mm -hmm. Diggity. So, um... I'm assuming it's something sensual. I okay. I can't be entirely sure. I was like looking for it out there. But I'm pretty sure the song is about having sex with either a sex worker or a stripper, and then being like, "Yo, you got to bag it up. You got to go out there. I, 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 I got hundred percent. I do that. And by the way, when I looked it up, uh, I just want to say that I assumed that 
no diggity, no doubt. I got to back it up. Was about not having to use a condom. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's cool to have uh, Black Street on here. I love um, just real fast before we move on from Black Street. Don't leave me. Don't leave me, girl. One of my oh, favorite songs. Oh yeah, it has that great Like first of all, the two parts. I hear that. Oh, see, yeah, that. I was gonna say. I immediately think of soul food. food. Yeah. Tons of fame, nothing but trouble. Big trouble. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Okay, uh, what is your... My number seven is When the Lights Go Out by Five. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you got there because I looked at five and I was like, five deserves to be on this list. It's not making my list, but I knew you would get it. So five, When the Lights Go Out, for sure. I... Uh found out a fun tidbit while listening to Lance Bass's podcast that uh, When the Lights Go Out was actually an NSYNC song that they passed on, and then I think they got Bye 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 when they passed on it. Um, there's some kind of connection there where like NSYNC was like, it's not for us, and then it went to five, and then it ended up being this big hit. Um, I think When but the Lights... If, if we have to choose between When the Lights Go Out and Bye Bye Bye... Oh, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> but When the Lights Go Out is such a Bop at the time it was like that song because I didn't I still to this day don't know very much about five or their other songs but this one is one that was like iconic in a way I think it was in a few like kid movies when we were growing up kind of like in the soundtracks and things like that so I just remember it just being that song that when I heard it I just like got excited for it it has a uh you know baby when the lights go out it's very singable feels like it feels almost boy band by the numbers like like and i'm not saying that like in a negative way i'm just saying like the song works for me because i feel like you could give any boy band that song i'm sure yeah and it would work if we were to like create like a musical based off of boy bands and we need a generic song to throw in there to represent it when the lights go out would do it uh i think there's also like a i think they're from the uk so maybe that's why we're yeah. not as familiar with them as from an American audience standpoint. Like I, I like for example, I didn't I don't have any Westlife on my list, but I did consider them. Um, but they just weren't as popular to me living in the US as I'm sure they were everywhere else in the world. So absolutely. Okay. Um what's our next? What's our next hit? Okay, so track number eight is our deep cut. It's an unpopular gem that you're dying to give more attention to. And I'm very interested to know which one you chose for this. Okay, so again. Not necessarily unpopular, but just not given the recognition that it deserves. I went Jonas Brothers. Oh. Uh, burning Up. Okay. A little bit of Jonas on the playlist. Dun, 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 dun. Like, 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 it just, it hit. It's, it's a good Jonas Brothers song. And if I, like, to me, I enjoy Burning Up so much more than I do SOS. Like, I understand SOS is, like, a good teen bop like like it it fits the formula for like boy band bubblegum pop but to me sos is actually kind of like not sos um burning up is actually kind of like the sound that they kind of lean into uh and their other hits and i really enjoy burning up i think it's just a fun song and to me if i was going from no diggity to this song again i feel like we're in the same like little vibe we're feeling good i yeah burning up is a great feel good song you know i have to say do what the song came out 2008 yeah ish um i think i had 
kind of moved away from boy bands at the time that the Jonas Brothers first came out. And I don't think I gave them the attention or recognition in 2008. It wasn't until like later that I kind of went back and revisited it. And I was like, actually, these songs are some of these songs are pretty good. Um, and I do think that uh, both Burning Up and SOS are both like really catchy, um, great contributions to this genre. So uh, I'm glad that they're represented. Which Jonas do you prefer out of? So I was going to say, let me, what is your answer? And then I'll give you my answer. <laughs> um, I mean, my answer is Nick. Okay. So Joe growing up, Nick now. Like it was I, Joe. I knew like, Joe I'm, was yours growing I, up. I, I, You're so hey. attracted to toxicity. <laughs> you know I am. You know I am. <laughs> but it was Joe growing up. Okay. Then Nick when it mattered. Now. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think Nick is probably the safest <laughs> choice to make out of the three. So yeah, at this point in time, absolutely. You know, uh, actually, the was... safest would be Kevin. Oh. He's the he's the safest. <laughs> uh, but it's it's Kevin. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I just want to point out that I always felt that Jonas Brothers <laughs> were more in the uh, spirit of Hanson than any other boy band. They were mm -hmm. playing instruments. They were kind of doing more rock themed um, songs. Yes, they're a family band, which is interesting, um, which, as we know, the Jackson 5 kind of like were the first incarnation of boy band technically. So it kind of carries on that tra transition and as with Hanson. So I just think it's really interesting that, you know, after that. 9-11 era where the old school singing and dancing boy bands kind of went out of style we have these boy bands who are picking up instruments and trying to fit into a world that has embraced pop punk at, in 2008 um and trying to fit into that genre a little bit more okay so my deep cut that i want to throw into the mix and i don't know how many people are familiar with it but before jesse mccartney was a solo artist he was in a boy band called dream street and dream street is a glorious boy band. They had one song called It Happens Every Time. It happens every time when I see you. It is such a earworm, catchy, perfect boy band song. This album was released in 2000. And I think all of the kids were like kids. Like they were actual like teenagers boys, boys exactly. <laughs> um which really made them stand out but i also think is the reason why they weren't able to really compete with the adults who were in their their contemporaries but this song is so much fun i remember that they used to have an infomercial like they did with like that's what i call music but they had it for dream street and it was like order now to get the new dream street cd um but that's mostly how I heard it was from the commercials. And then that's how I fell in love with the song. And if anyone is unfamiliar with It Happens Every Time by Dream Street, I highly recommend checking it out. It absolutely, I think, is one of the better boy band pop songs in terms of it just being pure bubblegum fun. You so. are not wrong. These are children. I yeah. looked up the, like, they are children children <laughs> and, and honestly in the same way that like i mean i think joey and mcintyre was like 14 or 13 or 12 when new kids started nick carter was around that same age michael was five when the jackson five started so like it, they're called boy bands for a reason it's probably more weirder than anything to have a 30 year old in the group than it is to have actual <laughs> children um but yeah it, it did make them distinct it made them unique in a, in a field that was dominated by 20 year olds uh, interesting okay 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 good to know uh for that sake i will not be selecting anyone as the hottest because uh they are all way too young <laughs> well i'll say this they're all 
older than us are about our same age. So in terms of that, I'll just say, <laughs> I'll throw Jesse McCartney's name out there just for who he became when we, after. When we get the chance, Jesse McCartney will be on my list because <laughs> leaving, leaving, Ooh. and do no wrong. It's such leaving a song. is, mm, mm. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like he had some pen game that got overlooked a lot. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. Mm. Okay. Number nine, we're on our track number nine. Okay, so I'll go ahead and start because we've already talked about my track number nine, which is Summer Girls by LFO. I, that was I your think, number nine. And it's the second to last song, and I think it's a great way to kind of like fade out in a playlist. It's like you're winding down a little bit. You know, you're not quite at the ballad yet, but you want something that's going to slow down a little bit. So, you know, we've already spoke about it in in um in detail. So I'll just kind of leave it there that Summer Girls was my number nine. What about I, you? I like that, and it was all it was my number nine, but. I could not let go of Shay's If I Ever Fall in Love. Oh, great. Uh, acapella, right? Yep. Yep. Fantastic. That to me, If I Ever Fall in Love, that is By acapella. Shy. shy, sorry. I said Shay, but Shy. Um, that acapella, that to me is boy band. That, as we said, we're going back to uh, Motown Philly, black, uh, Boys to Men, but these harmonies is what all boy bands are striving for and i believe that this song is like one where it's like if you're auditioning <laughs> to be part of a yeah. boy band or quartet you gotta sing this song and y'all have to hit those harmonies yeah this is a song that i feel like i saw a lot of other bands do covers of like i exactly. think i saw backstreet do a cover of this like i see various people try because it, it was just like the standard for acapella i think for a while um yeah, so funny. I don't know that I would have thought of them as a boy band either, but I think, yeah, I mean, I think they were at least close enough in age to to count. Um, I'm not, you know what? I'm not super familiar with all the members, but I will say this. This is a song that every time it comes on, I'm listening to the entire thing. Exactly. It's short. It's a short and sweet song. Yeah. Um, and it's, um, again, it's just iconic. It like, like, like that, that note, that he hits. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to bring that up. I, I can't even do it. I'm not even going to try to embarrass myself. Okay, so what I think we should do is run down before you give your number ten. Give your entire playlist so it makes sense. Okay, what your number ten will be. Okay, okay. okay. So go ahead. I'll let you go. All right. So I started with Bye Bye Bye, mm-hmm. then Faded. I went it that way. Motown Philly. Step by step. If only. When the lights go out, it happens every time. Summer girls, and then to conclude this list, all or nothing. O town. <laughs> that was your number ten. <laughs> How can you end the playlist any other way, bro? I love it. I love it so much. I was like, oh I, was like I was on baited breath because what I love more than anything is it works for either of our playlists. Yeah, like, I I listened just to this song on repeat (laughs) because this song is such this is this is the way you end that playlist it just is and i i love that you and i both knew what number 10 we haven't had a lot of crossover no we have not both knew that o-town's all or nothing needed its moment to shine i have to take a second to talk about o-town i am such i thought you would (laughs) i am such a huge uh o-town fan which interesting you know O-Town got the premiere from being on television. They were on a reality show and they took a time slot of a show that we typically cover 
So it was it was a easy easy to transition into watching this show, but I feel like they got a lot of flack. They were kind of like the underdogs of the boy band world. The other boy bands didn't really take them seriously because to start on reality television was kind of this new weird thing. And it's like, oh, you just got fans because of the TV show. You guys aren't good. And I kind of love that they kept having to prove themselves. This song, All or Nothing, may be the best ballad of any boy band period. And I'll go on, I'll die on that hill. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you like, again, when I was doing my research, Rolling Stones, I think, listed it as like the best ballad for a boyfriend. It's like, it's so good. It's um, it's vulnerable. Yeah. It's powerful. There's so right. much. Don't give me promises, baby. You never did know how to keep them well. I've had the best of you. Now I want the rest of you. It's time to show and tell. Again, like, like it's, just, it's great. And it's just that that uh, that part where Dan's like, it's now or never. It's like, <laughs> is it and it's just like, mm, mm. That's a great, that would be a great, just a great karaoke song. I've never sung it at karaoke. I've but never done it. An amazing one. We're going to do it. We're going to come you up. You and I, you and I, karaoke. Yes. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who like very, very sadly had to listen to our very bad karaoke version yeah. of this, uh, I do not apologize. It's a great song. And I was in my moment. Um, yeah. Also, yeah, we're no. avoiding copyright. Enjoy our version. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to say like, yes, when, when it came down to it, it was almost in my ballad, but I, I looked at this song and I was like, you deserve your moment. You are you a closer, baby. You're close. You're close. <laughs> this is like, if this was the final song, <laughs> I like this feeling it should be the final song of every concert. It's just like, it's so good. It's so powerful. And I feel like the emotion has just built to the point to where like, once it's done, I really feel like, like cathartic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, de- it's so like it, it, it is a cathartic moment when you listen to it because the emotional journey that you go on with that song just kind of takes you from such a like a uh, uh, simple piano to just this really climactic, just like anthem anthemic singing to back to the piano again. And it's just this perfect circle that you could just listen to the song and repeat. Who is your O-Town member? Trevor. 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 Wow. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I kind of, I have to say this. I love, every member of O-Town. But really? I, I, I think I'm going to go with Eric, actually. Really? I thought he was probably the better singer of the group. Um, I like that he was Puerto Rican. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's just also like, he was the rebel of the group. And I was kind of related to the rebels of the group as well. You know what's funny to me about Eric is when I watch, he gets a lot, like he is like the singer. I feel like they like, yeah. give him uh, a lot of um, leads or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, when I was watching the music video, I was like, oh, Eric does a lot of the singing. Yeah. He just, like, for me, it was like, it was trying too hard. He was okay. like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like look at all of his photos. He's like, he's like trying to do the bad boy smize. And it's just like, boy, that's not your lane. Like, you, like you're, you're playing it. Just well, sing. Here's the thing. (laughs) I like Eric as the bad boy more than I did this rebrand of Jacob as the bad boy with the dreads, the white boy dreads was Uh, not a fan. Yeah, no, not a fan. Not a fan of white boys with dreads at all. 
But I do want to give Jacob some credit because I think he has a very unique and amazing voice, as does Dan, has a really powerful R&B voice. But um, yeah, Eric's my pick. Okay, so that is our playlist. Okay, let's go down just a, a, a little bit. Everybody, for me, uh, it's going to be May. Uh, I'll make love to you. Give me just one night. Umbop, Summer Girls, No Diggity, Burn It Up, If I Ever Fall In Love, and then All or Nothing. Great. That's a great track. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie. So, uh, any honorable mentions? Any bonus tracks? Yes, my bonus track that I just couldn't find a place for was "If It Isn't Love" by New Edition. Okay, I think it's the best of New Edition song. Well, I'm still in love with you is a great New Edition song too. But "If It Isn't Love," I think is such an amazing song, and I just couldn't find a place for it on the, it's on not, the list. It was not on my list, but "Can You Stand the Rain." Ooh, which one? New editions or Boyz Men's? New editions. Oh, have you heard the Boyz Men acapella? Actually, I haven't. It's phenomenal. Okay, it's, I'll check that do out. An acapella version that's incredible. I'll check that out. But, yeah, um, but yeah, no. Like, can you stand the rain for me? That is like, I, again, when I was looking at it, I was like, ah, if I would do new edition, I feel like that would be the one that I have to do. And they got replaced by uh, I'll Make Love to You. It's it's not that it's not good. It's just I think it belongs on the different playlist. I will, I don't know. And then again, for my groove, if if we argued no diggity, color me bads, I want to sex you up. I think that's a great replacement. If you were to do a <laughs> no diggity replacement, I like that color me bad too, which I want to say, I want to sex you up. Makes no damn sense at all as a song tiktok you know i know you're not about to play that <laughs> it, 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 it's just all very explicit but also like doesn't make any damn sense it's called i want to sex you up you thought it wouldn't be explicit no you're right you're right um it's a great song <laughs> okay well i feel like those are two very good playlists again i want you guys to listen to each we will put share the links on our spotify and our yeah. youtube you guys let us know which playlist you thought was better or are you rocking we want to know which one you thought was a better playlist we would love your feedback if you have any ideas on our takes please let us know okay thank you guys so much t is tony matonathy anything else you want to tell our listeners um no just want to remind you guys that you guys can listen to our playlist give us your thoughts like we uh each said we're going to share the links to everything and just let us know like your feedback like what did we miss out on what songs that you think belong on the quintessential boy band playlist that we just happen to forget um because we would love to get your your thoughts on it and i'm sure we have some blind spots so absolutely uh remember to reach out to us on our socials at broad meets world where we're still doing all of this uh we are excited to jump back into season seven when the time is right but until that day we hope to see you soon here at broad meets world presents let's make a mixtape this episode of Broad Meets World presents Let's Make a Mick Tape was produced by Siege and edited by Tony Curtis. Broad Meets World presents is a two free tokens media production. Later, bros. Later, bros.